Your source for community, Muskoka-made talk shows are on Muskoka Magazine, The Bay 88.7. Hey, this is Dr. Shervin. Muskoka Magazine is brought to you by Dairy Lane Dental, keeping Muskoka smiling for over 30 years. Please visit DairyLaneDental.com. This is Touching the Past with your host, Trisha Markle. Hello, my name is Trisha Markle. And welcome to Touching the Past, a program where we explore the heritage of Hansville and area, its past and not too distant past. I have a long connection and love of Muskoka Heritage Place. This is the opening weekend and the perfect time to introduce the new manager, Gillian Jordan. Gillian is the manager of Muskoka Heritage Place, museum, village and train, Huntsville's only tourist destination. She grew up in Inkerman, Ontario, a rural community south of Ottawa, and spent her childhood helping out on her family cash crop farm. Gillian took an interest in local history at a young age and has been volunteering and working in the heritage sector since 2009. She received a BA major in history from Carleton University and is a graduate of the Algonquin College Applied Museum Studies program. In 2014, she was presented with the Ontario Museum Association Award of Merit. That same year, she completed an internship with Parks Canada, Built Heritage, Gilding, Paper Conservation and Artifact Reproduction Departments. She has worked in several non-profit and municipal heritage organisations, including the Chesterville and District Historical Society and the City of Ottawa Museums and Archives. Under her leadership from 2018 to 2022, the Osgood Township Museum strengthened its role within the community. Gillian enabled significant growth in the museum's overall operations, including permanent and temporary exhibitions, fundraising initiatives, programs, events, revenue generation, grant writing and a member and visitor engagement. She looks forward to serving the community of Huntsville and connecting the community to its history. Gillian now lives in Huntsville with her husband, Lawrence, and their cat, Georgie. Well, now we've met you on paper, Gillian, let's meet you in person. Welcome to Huntsville and Touching the Past. When you arrived here, what were your first impressions of Muskoka Heritage Place? Well, hi, Tricia, and thank you, and uh, thanks for having me to the program. We had an opportunity to um, take a sneak peek at Muskoka Heritage Place back in 2019. Um, and uh, the reason for being there was actually scoping out the permanent exhibit space. And I was taking notes and bringing that back to uh, where I was working uh, south of Ottawa. Um, so, you know, I had a glimpse of the village um, and the Muskoka Museum. And, you know, overall, I was really impressed with all the the work, all the enthusiasm, the dedication, and the passion um, that both the staff and the, and the seasonal employees had there. Um, so, you know, I that was a left a lasting impression with me, and um, timing worked out really well that uh, the position came up. And although sad to see Ron go, um, you know, miss seeing his his face and hearing his voice, um, it's it's really exciting to. Um, so, you know, have big shoes to fill, but um, 
you know, looking through a different lens, seeing what opportunities and uh, projects we can have here at Muskoka Heritage Place. So yes, uh, great overall impression when I when I first came in, and as Ron referred to it as as a, a magical a magical beast to manage all of the moving parts. So looking forward to doing that. Well, that's a great Ron quote, and we'll we should write that down. For our listeners who perhaps are new to the area or um, for local people that have not visited Muskoka Heritage Place in quite a while, perhaps you can give us a quick overview of what all is there. Sure. Yeah. Like I said, there are a lot of moving parts. So um, we have the Pioneer Village, uh, the Steam Train Museum, as well as Muskoka Museum itself. Um, So the Muskoka Museum is open year round. Um, And then we have our village and train museum that are open seasonally from May to October, Thanksgiving. Um, For visitors who haven't been uh, to the site, um, it represents what it was like for Muskokans living in the early um, to late 1800s into the 1900s. Um, So it talks about um, uh, settler activities, um, what it was like to build a log cabin in the first years coming here, clearing the land. Um, and then, you know, talking about everyday activities, trades, that kind of thing. Um, so it gives visitors a really immersive experience in what it was like during that time. And we have our, our steam museum, um, which is a beautiful building, a replica of early 1900 style uh, train station. And uh, on our shoulder seasons in May and June, it's September and October, we have our diesel electric train that runs. And then in our high season, July and August, we have our beautiful Portage Flyer steam train. They're both equally beautiful in their no, own it's ways. It's kind of like a Tommy the Train <laughs> type of thing, the, the <laughs> diesel. And I mean, it gives the same ride and enjoyment. Mm-hmm, that's right. Yeah. So, you know, and it's wonderful that so many of our local buildings have been preserved because... Um, Coming from Britain, everything was sort of built in stone and it's easy to keep a lot of those buildings. But to to be able to have log buildings survive for over 100 years and now at the village, it's wonderful. I I mean, I have a real soft spot. I mean, that's me and the village and and the train is just a wonderful addition. Mm Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, and having those buildings brought in from other locations within, uh, you know, the area of, of Huntsville, um, it was really important. You know, you you would have seen that happen. And uh, to be able to preserve that history, too, is, is really important for the community. Well, since you've been here, you've enjoyed two pretty successful events. One, maybe you can tell us sort of fill people in that didn't get to them or were not involved uh, to like Eclipse and our Easter egg. Yeah. Yeah. So both of those events were, um, you know, we were hosting um, both the Chamber of Commerce and uh, Nancy with the Nutty Chocolatier. So, you know, we really um, were just the hosts and um, got to reap a lot of those benefits from those events. So I know that Eclipse was had a really successful first year and, uh, you know, looking to see them back um, next season. Um, we had some wonderful feedback about the, the buildings. So we'd like to incorporate some more of the history of the buildings uh, into their interactives. Um, and it was just really exciting to see people um, making use of the space in the winter too and the village is, is pretty quiet uh, and any other season. So that that was really great. And uh, then we had our Easter egg hunt uh, hosted by the Nutty Chocolatier. We had 800 people, very eager people out um, 
dedicated to getting their candy. Some what of them, is it they say, baptism by fire? <laughs> <laughs> some of them were in and out in 10 minutes. It was uh, pretty intense. But, uh, you know, obviously people are wanting to get out um, and enjoy outdoor activities and just being out in general you know, um, during this pandemic. So that's really great to see. And it's really nice to see uh, local community members too. You know, when we get into our high season, it's a lot of tourists that are coming in to Muskoka Heritage Place. So it would be nice to bring in some more local community members and remind them about their their history. And, you know, the, they might find links, they might find stories that they've, they've never discovered. And uh, so I'd like to to bring that to them and uh, looking forward to seeing both tourists and the local community this season. So have you got anything special uh, planned for the upcoming season? I mean, what's sort of on the calendar? So we're hoping for, um, and this is what we're planning, is is full capacity, um, running all of our programs and activities at full force, um, you know, in pre-pandemic times, going back to that. So I know that everyone is really excited for that. So you'll be able to test some of the scones that are being baked at the Ma House. Uh, you'll be able to say hi to DJ in the blacksmith shop and uh, check out all the works that he is creating. Um, we have uh, candle dipping. Uh, we have uh, a chance to check out um, cleaning cleaning the laundry, um, checking out the Hill House, how uh, the family lived in the late 1800s. Um, so, you know, it's just really more that back to that immersive, engaging uh, experience at, at uh, the village. I used to um, be Mrs. Darling at the house every once in a while. And it never ceased to amaze me that these kids would come along and they'd want to wash these towels and that and put them through the 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 ringer and their parents would say well I don't know why they're doing this because they don't even pick their socks up (laughs) they don't do it at home but (laughs) any chance maybe to show off outside of the house (laughs) so have you got plenty of um volunteers and staff to man the buildings and uh we do we're always uh actively looking for volunteers and you know volunteers i you know, from my experience, are the backbone of an organization. Like coming from nonprofit um, community museum, we had uh, garden volunteers that were were dedicated. There were ten to fifteen of them dedicated just to maintaining the heritage garden. So I know how integral they are to an operation. Um, so we're always actively looking for volunteers. Uh, be it down at the train station, we do have a lot of positions available at the village itself too, with the garden and and narrators and that kind of thing. So um, we're looking forward to having some more. We have a couple new faces this year, which is great. And um, yeah, it's back being nice, uh, being back to full force. Well, I think before we leave, we'll perhaps touch on the volunteer and leave sure. some put some numbers out there and that for contact because um as a volunteer myself it's really enjoyable and there's such a variety of things as for instance what I'm doing right now is transcribing the 1890 I've got up to 1896 minutes for this distant town council and it's just fascinating so not only are you helping the village, you're getting a lot back too. So yeah, there's some really cool projects within the collection that you're you're exploring, Trisha, too. So lots of avenues for for volunteerism. So let's talk a little bit about the museum. Now, usually there's a a special exhibit going in, and we'll talk first about the. It's nice we've got two museums, the museum at the admittance area and then we'll move on and talk a little bit about what's in the steam museum. 
Perfect. So, yeah. So um, this year we have uh, a temporary exhibit going in called uh, A Tough, A Rough Go. Well, we're going to hold off for a minute. We'll keep you waiting for that because we're going to have to take a small break right now and we'll be back in a few minutes. Buy Muskoka for Muskoka, your collection of Muskoka-based talk shows. Muskoka Magazine, The Bay, 88.7. I'm Dr. Shervin from Dairy Lane Dental, and you're listening to Muskoka Magazine. This is Touching the Past with your host, Trisha Markle. Welcome back to Touching the Past. I had to cut my guest Jillian off there. We were just getting so involved in the conversation that uh, I missed my time slot there. So, But we will continue and we were just about to talk of the museums found at Muskoka Heritage Place. So sorry to have interrupted you there, <laughs> Jill. <okay>. Please continue. <laughs> so the uh, temporary exhibit within the Muskoka Museum is called a tough go. I called it a rough go because it really was a rough go for the early settlers to the Muskokas. Um, so that highlights a lot of the challenges that settlers faced, um, you know, clearing the land, um, building a cabin. So it explores those themes. Um, we'll have a cute little interactive for kids, too, uh, to enjoy in that space. We actually do have um, a couple of exhibits going into the village as well, uh, one being uh, Building Huntsville, so it talks about different trades um, within Huntsville, specifically bricklayers, woodworkers, stonemasons, that kind of thing. Down at the train station, uh, we do have an exhibit space down there that talks about the history of, of the Portage Flyer. And for folks that aren't familiar with that, myself being somewhat new to the Huntsville area, um, it was an exciting story to learn um, about the Portage Flyer steam train that would take mail tourists um, across um, Portage, what would be called Portage now, um, and, and uh, connecting them to the next steamboat um, on Lake Bay. So it'd be from Peninsula Lake, take the train across land and then and then heading over to Lake Bays. Um, and you know, it was only a quarter and an eighth of a mile. So a really short track, um, a really cool, fascinating history there that, uh, ran until the late uh, 1950s. Um, so it's really cool to have that piece of history with us at, at, uh, Muskoka Heritage Place. I think we're the envy of a lot of people because of what the train and Muskoka Heritage Place in general. I mean, there's lots of small towns that would love to have an attraction like that. Yeah, we like to toot our own horn, and I, I think there's a pun in there too. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, there's um, that's a good reason why, even if you think, well, I've been to the village and I've ridden the train, well, there's lots of reasons to go back again because you'll always find something new. I mean, there's a new exhibit coming up well, one, and you talk mm-hmm. about others that are there. I uh, see. I, I'm in there all the time, and I still have yet. <laughs> I've got to take time and go look at these. It's uh, so anyway. Yeah, it's really a wonderful place to visit. And now I know, as a new manager, you want to put your own stamp on things. Have you any 
sort of little ideas in the back of your mind that you would like to work on? Yeah, when I first started, my first couple of days, I was rapidly writing down notes and ideas and ooh, we could, you know, see if we can incorporate this here and there. So I have a lot of ideas tucked up my sleeve and, uh, you know, some of them are lofty dreams, but I'm hoping that we can make some of them reality because it would make the experience that much more uh, for our visitors and for the community too, uh, bringing in the community uh, as much as we can. So. Yeah. Can you hint at a few of them or are these still sort of just basic ideas? The basic ideas, but, you know, including markets, um, incorporating local products, um, artisans, makers, um, having some special activities ongoing during uh, operating hours. And so little little tidbits of ideas and hopefully they, they make it. Uh, make it this season. Well, as a vendor myself, I'm kind of, my ears perked up when I heard that. That's, you know, people do like to do that. And I think now is a time where people are so anxious to get out Mm -hmm. and about and do things that gives you a great opportunity to try some of these these ideas out. So I know Ron had talked about getting a greenhouse at one time. Where does that sit now? That's still an ongoing project, and I would love to see that through too. I think that's a a great project for the community, for the high school students, um, you know, not all the schools really in in the area, um, to learn about agriculture, um, sustainable practices back in the early um, 1900s. And before then, you know, school gardens were were common practice. And within the garden, you can learn about mathematics, everything, all the school subjects, you know, so I think it's a really great project, um, ties in nicely with Muskoka Heritage Place, uh, but is a nice standalone too. So that that's a priority for me, for sure. All going to work on that still. Um, As you mentioned, school kids, um, school programs still running at they the are. Yeah. village yeah. and so the train. That's another uh, um, great thing to have back this year is uh, uh, education programs. Um, and, uh, you know, the person to call would be myself. Um, and Or you can send me an email uh, at jillian.jordan at huntsville.ca. Um, but yes, that's uh, we've got uh, at least 10 programs planned already for, for the season and we're hopefully going to have some more school kids in and see lots of smiling faces and exciting kids uh, running around partake- partaking in all of the, the activities. So that'll be fun to see. In the past, I have volunteered and it's it's wonderful because there's always one kid that you get to know the name of right away. <laughs> Jason, get down. Jason, come here. Jason, don't touch. It's, there's always one one very adventurous child there. And <laughs> it, nicely, it yeah. makes for a lot of a lot of fun. And these school programs can include the train ride. That's and- right. Yeah. So they can take advantage of the train ride Tuesdays through to uh, Saturdays. Um, you know, so the, a lot of the, the school groups do choose to do that. Um, and uh, the only days of the week that the train isn't running uh, as usual is uh, Sundays and Mondays. Okay, what do you see for the future of Muskoka Heritage Place? That's a tough question. Um, I, I, I think one of my main goals um, would be bringing in the community more um, and really, um, you know, getting the local community to tap into what's literally in their backyard 
um, and bringing in some newer generations too, right? That uh, that can carry on the knowledge of, of what's happened at Muskoka Heritage Place and uh, encourage younger generations to come in and explore. Um, love to see the volunteer base grow even more. Um, and uh, yeah, like we have such a wonderful group there. They're so dedicated and passionate. I'm really fortunate to be coming in when I am. And uh, so, you know, I want to see what they have for Vision 2 and, and work together and, and see what we can what we can dream up. With the um, changing times, will the little gift shop reopen again? It will, yes. Because that, that's a great draw for... Yeah, for a lot yeah. of, the, especially yeah. the kids, they've got their five dollars yeah. in their hand. They've got to spend <laughs> it too. <laughs> and I mean, every little bit helps with the the activities in the village, even though it's you know, it's a retail mm-hmm. thing. But uh, no, I'm, um, I actually miss. I've missed going into the village. And I mean, we mustn't forget the farm animals either. That's right. Yeah, they, they're. I know with my grandkids, I used to pack a picnic lunch and we'd go in and they couldn't care less about the fancy lunch. They just wanted to feed grass to (laughs) the donkey and chase the pigs. Yep, it's all about the farm animals for the kids. Absolutely. Now, we'll finish off here with, um, you can give us some uh, opening Mm -hmm. days and times. We're open this uh, May May 2-4 weekend. That's right. And... Yeah, so Saturday, May 21st is our opening day. We're open seven days a week until Thanksgiving, which is October 8th this year. Uh, Open 10 to 4 with the last uh, ticket going through the village itself at uh, 3. Train times um, are Tuesdays through to Fridays at 1 p.m. in the shoulder season, so May, June, um, and September, October. Um, and that would be with the diesel electric. And then we switch over to um, our, our steam uh, July and August. Um, Saturdays, they run noon, one, two, and three. But uh, double check our website, uh, place.ca for times. Um, because, you know, you never know. Some of them, some of the times do change last minute. Um, and check out our website for any other details. Uh, feel free to call us too. Uh, we're at 705-789-7576. And uh, just like to chat with people too and, and get to know more of the community. And also, that's where Sarah, the um, collections coordinator, can be reached if you have any special treasures that belong to the Huntsville area that you think would should be preserved. That's and right. We yeah. do have. Well, I keep saying we. I've been involved <laughs> so long. It's, um, but uh, no, there's great um, climate controlled storage facilities now, so that makes a difference. And yes. we'd be glad to hear from anybody. Absolutely. And. I just want to thank you, Jill, for your generosity of giving of your time. And you can listen to this program and others on Hunter's Bay Podcast. This has been Trisha Markle. Join me on the next Touching the Past on Hunter's Bay Radio, where we'll explore more local heritage. Music.